I'll tell you what, I had a plan for uh, today's post-game show. Uh, it was going to be a jubilant uh, intro to the show. I was going to play the number one song from the year the last time that the Cleveland Browns started 2-0 and in a season, which was 1993. And uh, I don't get to do it uh, because today I understand that I'm heated right now. And I don't think this is hyperbolic. I, this is the most embarrassing on-field moment for the Cleveland Browns, maybe in my life. And this and this team won one game in two seasons. What the hell just happened? I'm literally speechless. I mean, like, literally. Like, listen, literally. listen, we don't like to cuss on this show, but literally, what the fuck just happened? I don't know. I Full disclosure. Nick Chubb walked into the end zone to give us a two-touchdown lead with a minute and fit under two minutes left. It was 30-17. to 17. Cade York, hero of all heroes last week, and, and, and we're going to get into it. I'm not blaming Cade York for the reason why we lost. But hero of heroes last week misses an, an, an inconspicuous because at the time there was under two minutes left and you had a two-touchdown lead. He misses an extra point. It's 30-17. to 17. He missed the extra point. And I go, oh, well, it doesn't matter. I mean, the game's over. Whatever. Yeah, it's not going not to do anything. Less than two minutes. We had a 13-point lead, and the Jets didn't have any timeouts. What the fuck happened? Again, I, I, I'm having a hard time even putting this into words. And, and, and I mean, okay, so I never like to be unprepared. And this is one rare situation where I'm completely unprepared to even speak. Because I was driving my car today, and we, we were originally going to get together for the game. That ended up not happening. So I just stayed out there. And so I, I listened to the whole thing. I got Donovan and, and Zagura on, and, you know, everything's cool. And, you know, the Browns, it was a close game for much of the game, but the Browns re- really asserted themselves in the late third quarter and in the fourth quarter. You go 30-17 on the, on the Nick Chubb touchdown run. I, this is not a joke, folks. I literally turned back to my passenger and said, and everybody's going to be happy in Cleveland tonight because the Browns just iced the game, and I turned the radio off. Well, you can't you can't do that again. I'm I laying then, down, I'm laying down the edict. You cannot I do that again. Then did not look again at anything related to football until I dropped my last rider off at four twenty seven and I just gotta look at the masses of text messages I had on my phone and I was like What the hell? Excuse me? We lost the game? What? Huh? What? That's, like, not even possible. But as Dan just laid out, you miss an extra point. You then give up a long touchdown, which is exactly what you can't do. 
And then there was a, an onside kick that you didn't recover. And then another touchdown after that. Like, that's literally the only conceivable, and they both all happened quickly. That's literally the only conceivable way that you could have possibly lost this game. Assuming you didn't have time on the other side to come back, which actually the Browns almost did. Um, but be that as it may, you said this was the worst on-field debacle in your the, life. No, the most embarrassing. Most embarrassing. And oh, going 0-16 over a season worse is worse. But but that team sucked. We knew that team like, sucked. This season, all offseason, I had to hear about how heralded this defense, how vaunted this defense is going to be, how much talent we have on defense. This defense fucking sucks. This is why I wasn't prepared to say that the Browns could go and to the playoffs And it starts with the defensive coordinator. I swear, if they have a ped system to get into the building tomorrow, Joe Woods shouldn't work. Heads got to roll over something like this. This is inexcusable. Oh, you, you want to know what's hilarious, too? You want to know the last time a team blew a 13-point lead with under two minutes left? You want to know uh, who the team that did that was? That was in 2001. That was when the Bears came back on the Browns, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mike Brown. But again, his- but again, those teams sucked. All I've heard all offseason is how how great the running game is. And the running game is great. Don't get me wrong. Nick Chubb, Nick, Chubb, Nick Chubb had three touchdowns today. I mean, this isn't to, to, to shit on Nick Chubb. This is a shit on our defensive coordinator and our freaking defensive players that don't understand how to cover. And I'm talking about the secondary. And don't get me started on Miles Garrett because he came out in the postgame press conference and said he was disappointed with the fans booing the Browns after the game. Are you serious? Are you kidding me? How about you worry about getting a sack when the game's on the line? You. Oh, my God. That's so tone deaf for him to say at oh, a time like that. Oh, it's a joke. It is an absolute joke. You know... When you when 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 you're when he's supposed to be the unquestioned leader of this football team, and when your side of the ball capitulates like they did, what did Aaron Donald do in the Super Bowl with the game on the line? He sacked Joe Burrow in the end of the Super Bowl. And Miles Garrett, oh, I'm huffing and puffing. I'm tired. He can't get to the damn quarterback. Joe Flacco, who's a friggin' statue back there. Oh, I'm I'm Miles Garrett. I got my sack earlier in the game. I'm good. I, I made my quota. Get the hell out of here. Don't come on the post-game press conference and call out the fans. It's not the fans' fault that you guys gave up two touchdowns in a minute and a half. Not even a minute 55, which is when we got the ball with 30 seconds left. We got the ball with 25 seconds left after we gave up the second touchdown. So we gave up two touchdowns in a minute and a half. If you just get one sack in that whole sequence, the that game is like, over. at least like 25 or 30 seconds off the Because the Jets had no timeouts. Right. Oh my God! This audio is probably going to sound terrible because I'm just screaming. tackle anybody in this field of play. That's another twenty seconds off the clock. I mean, again, I didn't see the or hear the last two drives. How many like, times did we blow a coverage today? And oh, they did it last week, and they're like, oh, well, we're going to work on it this week, and blah blah blah. No, this has been a staple of Joe Wood's defense since he got here. How many coverages did we blow against the Chargers last year? I was at that game. They blew like three or four of them. We scored 40 points in that game, and we lost. 47 to 42. This isn't a one-time thing. 
This is his defense. He sucks. Everybody wants to say that the defense is talented. Okay, so then what is it? Because a defense that talented does not give up 31 points to the Jets and Joe and 40-year-old Joe Flacco. One of the worst offenses and one of the worst teams in football. This isn't Ladies Joe Flacco on the Ravens in, 2000, in 2012. You know, my brother Mike texts us like, you know, Joe Flacco is like Ben Roethlisberger light. No, Joe Flacco is glue factory. But he threw for over 300 yards and four touchdowns against us today. Because our supposed so talented secondary doesn't know how to cover a brown paper bag. This is the most embarrassing moment on field for the Cleveland Browns since 1999. And I don't even think it's particularly close. This is embarrassing. And you got the, and you got players calling out the fans saying they're disappointed that they booed them. You're lucky they weren't throwing shit on the field after that. Because we all know yeah. we've done that before. Yeah. Don't tell me you're disappointed in us. Holy crap. And, you know, even in the scenario where this would have been a jubilant, you know, hey, we went 2-0 moment, I still would have been very critical of the defense today because they did not play well in the first three quarters of this game. Right, but at least you could have been like uh, like last week. We ended up winning the game. Could you imagine right. if, if Cade York didn't hit that 58-yard field goal and then we did this this week? I'd season, be calling season, for Kevin Stefanski's season, job. Season would already be over. We'd be done after two weeks. Oh, I, I mean, I mean I, you, you, might, listen, you might make the listen, case that you're, listen, now you're I screwed think, already. Listen, now I think you might say, yeah. Now I might be speaking in hyperbole. I don't think you recover from a loss like this. I really don't. I don't, I don't think you do. And and I and, don't think you and do. And you think the Cleveland Browns recover from a loss like this? No. A team that finds literally any way to lose they possibly can find. Yeah. We got to play the. Even though they lost today and they don't look very good, we got to play the Steelers in four days. What do you think is going to happen? Not a good time for a short turnaround. But actually, that might be the one thing that does get Joe Woods from getting tossed out of the building tomorrow. The fact that we have to play another game in four days. And it's not just Joe Woods, too, by the way. Mike Prefer, special teams coach, can get the hell out of here, too. You give up a fake punt in the first, a fake punt pass in the first quarter. Your kicker, your all-world kicker, and again, this isn't really on the special teams coach because what's he going to do, kick it for him? But you missed an extra point that ended up turning out to be Pretty consequential. And then, with the new kick rules, it should be almost impossible in the NFL to recover an onside kick. It and is. what do they do? It is, statistically. And what do they, what do, they do? The Browns have now allowed two onside kicks. You didn't kick see, listen, you didn't see the onside kick. No. The onside kick almost got all the way to the sidelines, and Amari Cooper's just standing there. I, I'm like, why has he just knocked the ball out of bounds? Yeah, that would be the heads-up play. For sure. I mean, but he like he like he like half-ass tried to pick it up. He like didn't even fall on it. He tried to pick it up with his hands, and this guy from the Jets come like a bat out of hell comes diving into it, and then there's a scrum, and then the Jets end up picking it up. You can't make this stuff up, guys, girls, gals, whoever you are listening. Thank you for listening, by the way. And I apologize if I'm scaring people, but like I. I don't know what else to do but to yell. 
Yeah, we thought Halloween was six weeks away. No, turns out it came today. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, 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 it was definitely trick, not treat today. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, the whole day seemed to be treats until the last two minutes, I guess. But um, oh. And the thing, that we've, the thing that we have hyped and harped on all offseason is if Jacoby Brissett just plays well, by you know th- these eleven games, by once we get Deshaun Watson back, if Jacoby Brissett just plays well, we should be okay, because everybody in the offseason wanted to you know put our defense up on this friggin' pedestal about oh, how they're great. I, they had a great second half last year, and and they're all back together. Yeah, it this isn't even like these blown coverages. You could kind of explain away if you like brought in an entire new secondary. These guys all played together last year. What is going on? Like, is the scheme too complicated that they don't understand what they're doing back there? Are they, or are they just not listening and they're doing whatever the hell they want? That's even worse. If 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 they're just not listening and they're just like doing their own thing, that Joe Woods has got to go. Go now. Again, this is not the first time this has happened. This is now two weeks in a row. They've blown coverages all over the field, all game, and this has happened last year, and it happened the year before. I mean, what's the def- what, What's the definition of stupidity or insanity? It's doing the exact same thing over and over and expecting a different result. The Browns are either stupid or insane. I can't figure it out. I posed the question last week of, you know, what are they doing that's schematically wrong that when you're holding a multiple-score lead in the fourth quarter that you're giving up long touchdowns? That should never, ever, ever happen. You should be having guys back. Should be, whenever you have guys that are, you know, these release plays where the corner releases and, and the safety is supposed to be there, people, like as you said, people have to know their assignments. They don't. That's a big problem. If they're not following the assignments, that's a big problem. That's even worse. And it should be it should be fairly simple. You can't. I mean, you have to go out there knowing the only thing you can't do in this situation is get beat deep. And they've let it happen twice in a row. Last week it should have been fatal if it wasn't for Cade York's amazing field goal at the end of the game. It would have been. And today it was fatal ultimately because when you throw in some. Huge mistakes by the special At teams. At home unit. against the Jets. Against the Jets. The Jets. That's the worst part about this. This wasn't against Buffalo. This wasn't against the L.A. Rams. This wasn't against, not even against Pittsburgh or Baltimore or somebody who is like, you know, respectable even. This is against a team that's the worst in football practically. This is a team that's not, I mean, okay, they've got some young, talented players and everything, and I understand that, but like, this is a team that's not going to win more than four or five games. We rushed, listen to this, we rushed for 184 yards and three touchdowns, and we lost the game. Jacoby Brissett, we rushed for that much. Jacoby Brissett would have had an over 100 quarterback rating in today's game. Take away the interception at the end, which I'm not going to fault him because he was probably in shock at that point. It was do or die. He had to make a play or not. Before that, Jacoby Brissett was 22 of 26 for 230 yards and a touchdown. Would have had over a 100 quarterback rating, and we rushed for almost 200 yards, and we rushed for three touchdowns, and we lost to the Jets. I feel incredibly bad for Jacoby Brissett, 100%. for Kareem Hunt, 
for Nick yes. Chubb, and for all those guys who just uh, Amari Cooper, who who played an absolutely outstanding game offensively. Yeah, this team played about as good offensively as I think we're going to see all and season. I feel bad for the seventy thousand people that were in that stadium. That at thirty to seventeen, with a minute fifty-five left, we're celebrating like, "Hey, we're two and zero for the first time in twenty-nine years." And this des- is incredible, and deservedly so. The Jets had no timeouts; they were down thirteen with less than two minutes There's left. No, no There's- reason at all for anyone to suspect that. Even Browns fans who who are notoriously like, "Oh, we gotta wait till triple zeros. And yeah. I, I was that guy last week. You know. There was absolutely no reason to suspect what was which coming is hilarious, in the last two minutes. Too, which is hilarious, and you weren't this week. No. Because like you said, you turned your no, radio off. The Browns have a good history against the Jets, and they, they, they usually beat them, and it's not week one. They usually have a decent history in week two. Like, up 13 with two minutes left. The other team has no timeouts. Dan, you've said it so many times. If you're behind in the fourth quarter and you don't have timeouts, you're screwed. Yep. I guess the Jets weren't screwed. Here's what today. happens in the final in the final 155. The Browns missed an extra point, allowed a wide open 66 yard touchdown pass on a blown coverage, then surrendered the onside kick, then let Joe Flacco walk and literally walk the team 53 yards down to the winning touchdown, and then Jacoby Brissett threw an interception when he, you know, again. I'm not blaming J- Jacoby Brissett at all for any of this. There was 12 seconds left. You needed about what? Need about, about 10, 15, 15, 15 yards, yards at yeah. least. I mean, if you to, got to give you, if you so got 10 you yards, had one chance. So yeah, yeah. If you, you got, got you better throw it. If you, you got know? 10 yards, it would have been about a 60-yard field goal attempt. I bet. I mean, I haven't seen the play, but like, I bet if that was a play in the first or second quarter, that's a play that he probably a throw he probably doesn't even try to make. Yeah. Yeah. It was a guy running. Up, it was a guy running up the seam, and he threw it, and the, uh, and the linebacker underneath jumped it and right picked it off. It's oh god. So I want to see where I want to see where all you guys are at. All you, uh, uh, you know, Browns defense is uh, going to be so good this year. I mean, are we seriously, seriously? I don't care. I don't. You could have. You could have Lawrence Taylor on this defense. Lawrence Taylor and uh, the accused murderer Ray Lewis on this defense, and with that guy as your defensive coordinator, you're gonna blow games. Because I'm sorry, whichever reason it is, whether they don't understand the coverages because either it's too complex or or what, or they're just out there doing their own thing. Because they don't respect you as a, as a coordinator or a coach, it's on you. It's a hundred percent on you. Uh, where do we go from here? I, I just I just can't believe what we're talking about. Yeah, right now I cannot believe this is what we're talking about right With now. With two minutes left in the game, I, like I said, I I was going I I, I was going to. Uh, we had all the show prep and everything, you know, figured out. And everything, and, and and this must be what's so maddening. To I was going to open the show with I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston because that was the number one song in 1993, the last time we started 2-0. It would have made no sense to play that song, but that's the song I was going to play because we were going to be that jubilant. Our team would have been 2-0 for the first time since really 
We've been watching football. Yeah. And I thought jinxes were over. We won the opener yet last week. I thought that was done. Beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs at Heinz Field just, you know, what? 18 months I mean, ago. You talk about you talk about pulling defeat from the jaws of victory. That, this is about that, as bad that, of a case listen, as you'll ever listen, see. That victory today was a friggin' Nile crocodile that has the, the grip strength on their jaw of about 3,000 pounds. And the Browns somehow got that defeat out of that crocodile's mouth. Yep. Holy shit! We like to rag on certain teams for doing this on a consistent basis. The Atlanta Falcons are a normal punching bag in a situation like this. But this... Falcons, as many times as they've blown games, including the Super Bowl where they were up 28-3 to in the third quarter, they never blew a game this bad. Up 13 with the other team not having any timeouts with under two minutes left. Wow. Just wow. And you knew, you know, last week I kind of reverse jinxed uh, us because... Uh, <laughs> When Baker, Mayfield, and the Panthers got the ball back um, to score that, um, to score that, uh, what was it, a field goal, I think? Yeah. To put them up. 24-23. To put them up 24-23. I'm just like, you know this is how, how, how this is going to end, right? You know that that guy is just going to shove it down our throat and beat us at the last second. And then we ended up hitting that field goal. I gave us, like, the reverse jinx, kind of. Yeah. Today, uh, when 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 uh, the Jets recovered that onside kick, I'm just thinking to myself, like, there ain't no reverse jinx today. <laughs> they're going down. and they're... I thought they were going to score the touchdown, like, on a walk-off because they had no timeouts left, and there was, like, 50 seconds or, or a minute or something. I'm like, they're going to they're gonna walk it off. Flacco's going to throw this a touchdown pass. such an indictment, even more so, of the defense. The yeah. fact that they got the ball with, like, a minute and yeah. five left, and – they, they kept, actually scored fast yeah. enough and left time on the clock. Yeah, with they, no timeouts. They kept going seven yard, seven yard outs or five yard uh, running backs out of the flat, and they were able to get out of bounds. Like why? Why, why were we having guys covering the flat on every single yeah. play? Or just have like, a, or, f- or, just, or just have a guy stand on the sidelines? Right. Be like, okay, we're going to give you seven yards, but I'm tackling you in bounds. That's what they should have done on the first possession when it was thirty to seventeen. Well, like, that, well, that, just, well, well, that we gave up the 66-yard touchdown on basically the second play of that drive. I, Results like this don't even happen in Madden, folks. Like they just don't. They don't. They they don't happen. I can't get off this Miles Garrett thing. I talk like that when you've done something in this league, Miles. Okay, you sack the quarterback a lot. You're not Aaron Donald. You haven't made a play to win a Super Bowl. And Aaron Donald doesn't talk. You think Aaron Donald would have come out and said, oh, it's disappointing that the fans booed us. You don't get to do that. See, this is this is why I, I was I was, you know, I was like 
all offseason, everybody's like, oh, the Browns' defense is going to be it's going to be great. We have so much talent on that side of the ball. You know, they're going to keep us in games. It's a bunch of guys that haven't done anything yet. They think their shit doesn't stink. Do something first. Like he like he he said he said first of all he didn't say he didn't say uh he didn't say I was about to say he said all the right things leading up to that comment. He really didn't. Miles came out and said the entire team let up at the end. No, Miles. The defense let up. The offense did not and let up at the teams. end of this game. And the special teams. Well, yeah, teams I'll get to the special teams. But what I what I'm trying to say is the offense did not let up. The offense gave you a two touchdown lead with less than two minutes left with the Jets not having any timeouts. The offense did more than they should have. Jacoby Brissett played almost a perfect game. Nick Chubb rushed for three touchdowns. They ran as a team for 185 yards against, I'll give the Jets credit on this. They stink, but their defensive line and their uh, run defense is very good. And we ran for 190 yards. Don't say the whole team let up at the end. No. How about you be? How about you say me and my defense because you're the leader, so it's you and your defense. Not, oh, the whole team let up. No. You guys let up. And then the special teams let up. And then you guys let up again. God, that guy was that. What an embarrassing press conference after the game to do that, which I guess, whatever. Okay. You want to say the whole team is one. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, we know who deserves the blame on this game. And then to say that it's disappointing that the fans booed the team. What? That's so tone deaf. That's just, you know, this is one of those moments where Would people, you ra- people like, just shouldn't even talk. If I listen, if I and again, this is this is hindsight. We're after the game. If I was Miles Garrett, I would say, you know what? I'm glad that they booed us because we deserved it, and that shows that they care. And I want fans who are as passionate about this as I as I am. Yeah, we effed up at the end of the game. It happens. I mean, the, the way that they did it today doesn't happen. But yeah, we screwed up. If they want to boo, boo. It's their right. They pay. They pay to come see us play. Not, it's disappointing to hear the fans boo. Get the hell out of here. What do you think? This is a country club? If you fuck up, you deserve to get booed. And especially like that. Period. You don't think you're getting booed in Chicago or Philadelphia? Oh, my God. Or, you know, any other NFL... Well, it's funny you brought up L.A. Like, yeah, well, they maybe maybe care. L.A. fans wouldn't be so vociferous over it. But then again, they have a Lombardi trophy right now. So, oh. you know... Yeah, you want to know why? Yeah, look, okay. Uh, you want to know why they have a Lombardi Trophy? Because the guy that you think that you're just as good as, winning Defensive Player of the Year last year, made a sack on Joe. Basically, made a sack on Joe Burrow last year at the end of the game and won the damn Super Bowl for his team. He didn't disappear at the end of the game like you've done so many times. And again, I'm only harping on Miles Garrett because he said that stupid ass comment after the game. Because that crap pisses me off. Don't call out the fans. Jeez. You should be so lucky to play in a city like Cleveland with fans that care as much as we do. Yeah, who's like funding Like Steve said, go play, go play for the Chargers when, you know, go play for the Chargers. 
were good. Their fans don't care. Go play for the Dolphins where they can't sell out half that stadium. Go play for Jacksonville where they can't sell out and the team's bad. Well, are they that bad? They shut out the Colts today. Mm. Uh, Well, maybe the Colts might be that bad. Hmm. Anyway. I mean, my God. Do we even want to talk about the other games? Like We have to. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my word. And... You know, and, and you alluded this earlier. The Browns were not the only team that gave up a massive. Oh, and this is winning that's why that's today, today also today also could have been a an enormous opportunity for this football team. Yeah, this team could have been in sole. And again, we're two games in, but could have been in sole possession of first place after today. That's amazing to me. Literally, it doesn't matter and, what and happens you, and, with the Bengals again, and, the, and the Cowboys. You could just say, well, you know, nationally, you could just say, well, well, you know, the Browns haven't played anybody yet. But like, you know, we take that criticism. You just you got to beat the teams that are on your schedule. And the Browns didn't do that. They had the game totally won, and they just oh, by it. by the way, and I'm sure we'll get to it. Um, uh, the Bengals are getting spanked right now. Yeah, so I guess we'll start in the division and then just branch out from there. And the, and the first one is we're going to go with a team that basically did the same thing the Browns did today. The Ravens had a three-touchdown lead against Miami and completely capitulated. And That's the word of the day. I love to that the Dolphins, 42-38, to which I'm loving that result. I the, mean, the, ba- the, just... the Baltimore, here, here's another thing. Here, listen, listen, I'm going to go off on this again. Uh, this will be short, but I'm going to go off. Okay. Everybody's saying, oh, wow, the Ravens are going to be so good this year. Their defense. Tua Tungavailoa threw for six touchdowns in your house today. <laughs> Light that pipe and smoke it. And as we've said many times, like, you're not a that, Tua guy. That wh- I'm not a Tua guy. That, that whiskey dick arm, Tua Tungavailoa, <laughs> threw for six touchdowns on your ass. I, th- and that- I would know because I have Tyree Kill in fantasy, and he scored me 45 points today. Oh, you're going to win. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, geez, somebody else must be it's, going off it's on gonna, the other side. Then. Me, me and Anthony are locked in a high-scoring battle. Right okay. Now. Well, someone's going to win, and somebody's going to be the hard luck loser. Yeah, it'll probably be me. Anyway, I mean, yeah, Miami's now two and zero after that, and the Ravens fall to one and one. I, unbelievable. You know, there, there's there's enough there's enough contenders in the AFC, and now the Dolphins are two and zero. Like that's another on, add another one to the list. Going on to Pittsburgh, where at the place formerly known as Heinz Field, <sighs> this game was honestly I thought was my lead pipe lock of the week in terms of the point spread because. The Patriots somehow were favored in this game, despite the fact that they got absolutely crushed last week by Miami. Of course, Miami might now be better than we thought they were um, against the Steelers, who went to Cincinnati and won last week. So the point spread was like New England by two and a half made absolutely no sense to me at all. I thought it was a clear win for Pittsburgh. Here's a stat. Here's a stat. On, here's a stat on this game. I think I, I think in our picks I took Pittsburgh too, but um, here's a stat for for this uh, Pittsburgh. T.J. Watt on the field has pretty much a top-five defense. T.J. Watt off the field has a terrible defense. So, I mean, the Patriots only scored 17 points. It but must be what Vegas was factoring in for, but yeah. yeah. So the Patriots win 17-14, to 14, so the Patriots go to 1-1. One one, the Steelers fall to 1-1. One one. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, just, you know, not too much to say about that. I mean, the Steelers, they, again, they don't look like much, but again— Underestimate them at your own peril, guys. Yep. 
you know. Yep. And we don't exactly have our house in order right now. So oh, my we God. Really see, so. And that seems to describe a lot of teams. I mean, I'll just flip ahead to what one of the games you mentioned earlier. Um, the Bengals, they're currently playing in Dallas. They are losing 14-3 to at the two-minute warning of the first half. Maybe they find a way to pull that game out. Maybe they don't. You know, they're either going to be 1-1 one one or 0-2 coming out of this game. So, you know, that's another team that doesn't exactly have their house in order either. Right. So, it, it's really... I mean, the AFC North is totally collectively at sixes and sevens based on today's results. Right. That's it's another reason, crazy. Again, it's it's not the it's not the biggest reason why I'm pissed off about today, obviously. But it's a factor. That our division is like is is like mm-hmm. like you said, sixes and sevens. But we if we just if we just didn't literally shit down our leg, we'd be at the top. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what the fans in Baltimore are saying right now. That's what the fans in Pittsburgh, no doubt, are saying right now. I mean, they didn't lose their game under... uh, They lost under less auspicious circumstances than Baltimore and Cleveland did. But my goodness gracious. And Cincinnati, the fact that they could be looking up at all those teams right now? Wow. This is like severe doghouse, guys. Like, get it together. And again, in a loaded AFC... This loss to the Jets is going to hurt. That hurts. It's an AFC loss, which matters in tiebreakers. This is why I said I would have rather lost last week and then won this game. (laughs) Anyway, continuing through the rest of the league, the Lions built a huge lead on the Commanders and uh, ultimately ended up hanging on for a 36-27 win. Both of those teams are 1-1 after today's play. Uh, Further down, the Buccaneers, they... Picked up a road victory for the second week in the row. They defeated the Saints 20-10. to So pretty much, I mean, Tampa's offense hasn't looked all that great, but, I mean, 2-0, can't really dispute that. So, you know, it's looking yeah. good for Tampa. Wouldn't know what that's like. Yeah. The Giants. How about another team you didn't expect to be 2-0 right now? They're 2-0. They rallied from behind to beat the Panthers 19-16. to That's my life, man. Baker Mayfield looking like a turd again. So... Uh, the Panthers are 0-2. And then you mentioned the Colts. And my goodness gracious, after rallying back the tie against the Texans last week, they, they had to go on the road again this week again, but they laid a complete nutter turd today. Is Frank Reich on the hot seat? Losing to Jacksonville 24 to nothing. Like nothing. Like it's it's one thing to oh lose. Oh my it's, it's one thing to lose to Jacksonville. You got blanked. Wow, yeah, he's got to be, like, the seat under him's got to be getting pretty hot right now. Like, that is, oh boy. I mean, we talk about Indianapolis just, you know, throwing ridiculous performances out there, good and bad sometimes, but, boy, put that in the bad column. And maybe I'm not giving Jacksonville enough credit, but, I mean, Jacksonville lost to the Commanders last week. I mean, I'm not thinking that they're going to be so good, but, I mean, okay, they're 1-1, one one, so, you know, they survive in advance another week. Oh, my gosh. I think that was everything in the 1 o'clock window. So you yeah. go to the 4 o'clock window now. We already mentioned the Bengals. They are still losing 14-3. Uh, to 3. That game's about to go to half. The Texans, who I mentioned a little bit ago, they are in Denver. They're winning a 6-3 snooze fest right now late in the second quarter against the Broncos. The Broncos I mean, are licking their wounds listen, right now. Listen, I didn't even – I don't even – I don't – I don't like the Broncos. In fact, they're probably maybe my most hated team outside of our division rivals because of what they've done to us in the playoffs in the past. 
But those those assholes cost me Survivor week, Survivor uh, pick week one, mm-hmm. and I'm sure a bunch of other people. Yeah. Oh yeah. And now you got Russell Wilson at quarterback, and you got weapons on that offense, and you're scoring three points at home. That's bad. against the I, against Texans? the Texans. I mean, I know it's and they're more abundant defense. I know like, there's still five minutes left in the second quarter, so like you know, but she the Texans blow. Is everything anyway. that we thought we knew about the NFL just not correct? Is, is is that what's going on right now? Like you know, the NFL used to be like that every year. You know, we used to always talk about the parody in the NFL. Re- more recent years, we've it's it's kind of leveled out to where like. Most of the good teams you kind of know are good. The beginning of this NFL season has been crazy. Bananas. Absolutely bananas. Speaking of which, the Seahawks, who defeated the Broncos last week because of the Broncos' ridiculous clock management and everything else. The Seahawks, um, after winning last week, they went to San Francisco this week. They're getting crushed 20 to nothing by the 49ers, who you last week why? lost to the Bears. You want to know why? Trey Lance goes out, is carted off the field. Jimmy Garoppolo comes in, is 8 of 11, 106 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> like, like, like the, for, like the, 49er, the 49ers are going to get saved from their own misery on just dumb luck. The, the ultimate case of addition by subtraction. Wow. I, speaking of teams getting blanked, the Cardinals, <laughs> they, they are getting blanked at the Death Star, 17 nothing by the Raiders. Another guy that could be on the hot seat real quick, Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, yeah, Cardinals got beat up last week. They're getting beat up again this week. Uh, that game's about to go to half. I, I mean, again, with how some of these 1 o'clock window games went completely awry in the second half, I'm not going to say definitively that the 49ers or the Raiders right. or how about the Rams are going to win their game. Yep. Uh, the Rams are up 21-3 to on the Falcons. That's early in the third quarter. Um, maybe maybe that's better for the Falcons that they're losing in the second half. Maybe <laughs> oh, they, oh, we, they are like we giving also, up leads like crazy. We also didn't mention the Thursday night game with the Chargers with the backdoor cover at the end. How about that? Losing by three. The Chiefs uh, go to two and zero as they beat the Chargers twenty seven to twenty four. But as you say, they they did cover. The Chargers did cover. Yeah, Chiefs were um, minus, Chiefs were minus, minus four, four in that game. So. If you took the Chiefs, I took the Chargers. More misery. I mean, and you know what? It was looking like at the two-minute warning of these games that, like, almost all my games in the 1 o'clock window were going to be covers. And then, like, (laughs) Giants-Panthers went wrong. Jets-Browns went wrong. Ravens-Dolphins went wrong. Like, all at the very end. Like, I'm like, if I was betting actual money on this game, I'd be pitching a real fit right now. And I'd be saying, like, the NFL is fixed. And, man. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, what a total wreck of a completely gorgeous day where people were tailgating and, and having fun since like seven eight o'clock this morning, <laughs> and they, and they were Try all five at maybe even before the sunrise. I don't know, but like Mooney Lot opened so at five a.m. Some people probably just went from the bars on the on the east bank of the flats just to the Mooney Lot. <laughs> yeah, they maybe didn't, they didn't go to sleep. Cars, but cars, like, and, and RVs were lining up yesterday at uh, like two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I mean. And, and they're treated to that. And, and the they, best and we were, player on we their team is calling them out saying it's disappointing that they view, that they that they uh they, they voiced their opinion of what they what just happened. That's the worst part of all. No fan, no Browns fan has Grow up, any Miles. 
reason to be called out right now. She. That's so childish. That's just so insensitive, and it's just completely like I mean, it's almost like he's in another universe, like, like coming okay. out and, and complaining sure about the fans. I'm sure he's upset. I'm sure, honestly, not just upset. I'm sure he's embarrassed at what just happened on that field. Oh yeah. But that, but that, that's somebody who's not so secure in himself that he's going to go out and and try and put the, uh, you know, the vitriol back on the fans, saying I'm disappointed that you guys booed us. If I was on the Browns, this is one of those situations where I, I just like I, if you put me at the podium, I don't even know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Like seriously, I would just, I would just, I would take the fine. I would not even mm-hmm. go to the podium. I would be like, I'm peace. I'm out of here. Like. Seriously. Well, Miles apparently wanted come to talk make, to me tomorrow when I can collect my thoughts. Miles apparently wanted to make his opinion known that he thought that uh, the Browns fans were, uh, you know, disappointing that they uh, that they were upset that uh, his unit on the team, again, word of the day, capitulated when they should have had a double digit win. Why can't we have nice things? I, I don't know. Why can't we have nice things? And you know what? I could It's making me not want to do this show. I could have even gone with the snarky start to this show and been like, let's just make this a baseball show instead of football. But unfortunately, the Guardians lost today, too. Now, granted, they have had a fantastic week. They've put Minnesota completely out of contention. And they have a chance to do that against Chicago this week when they play the White Sox three games. But, like, honest to God... Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I don't know. Well, is there anything else to say? Oh, I mean. Uh, no. Hey, can't wait to play Pittsburgh on Thursday. I'm sure that's going to go well. It. Hey, this is what I've said before the Carolina game, after the Carolina game. And I'll say it again here. This is about as bad as it could ever get. Losing to one of the worst teams in football in one of the most ignominious ways you could ever possibly do. And this is something that we're going to be like, this, you talked about the Carolina, if we were lost to them, it hanging over our head the whole season. This could easily hang over us the oh, whole season. I completely agree. Absolutely, positively could. But here's the, here's the perspective. It's one game. Counts as one. It really, 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 really fucking hurts. But. Yeah, but you know what's gonna. You know what? I'm it's gonna, one game. You know, let's it's say a results league. You go out, you beat Pittsburgh. You're two and one. You're right back on track. Yeah, but you know, you you know exactly where I'm going with this. You know what's gonna happen if we beat Pittsburgh on 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 uh, on Thursday? You know how I'm gonna start this post game show? Should be three zero. Exactly. Sure. So again, this loss. I'm not gonna say it's go. It, well, it depends on how the season goes, but this loss is not gonna hang over my head for the whole season. But I'll tell you this, this loss is going to hang over my head for the next few weeks. At least. It'll hang for four days for me if we beat Pittsburgh. I'll be able to toss it away if we beat the Steelers. Well, As bad as this is, I will be able to toss it away if we beat the Steelers. For uh, for your sake, I hope that happens. Because if, if we lose to the Steelers... It doesn't happen, Thursday, we're in deep... Oh, we lose complete. We lose complete shit. Every everybody everybody's probably every, after this statement everybody might think I'm crazy, but if we lose the Steelers season's over. I don't think you're crazy with that. I really don't because you the, the way the schedule is from October onward, 
You couldn't go. Look at our schedule from weeks five to eleven. You couldn't tell go, me where there's two wins in you there. You couldn't go any worse than three and one in September, or excuse me, in the first four games, the fourth yeah. games on October second. You couldn't go any worse than three and one in those first four games and have any shot. And you blew a. You had it in your hands to be two and zero, oh, and you blew it. So now, now you got to face the music, and you got to go beat Pittsburgh and Atlanta. Period. Well. Uh, you can follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday where we will do an official preview on the Steelers game for Thursday night. We'll also talk. Uh, we'll talk some Gardos on Tuesday. Uh, yes, please. Let's let's talk some baseball. Hell yeah. that, that's a team that deserves our attention hopefully right we get, now. Hopefully we'll have uh, at least another win under our belt by the time we record because um, I think we play the Twins again tomorrow. We do. Day, so. yeah. And then, uh, you know, we might also uh, talk a little Cavs, but – uh, we will preview the Steelers game on Thursday Night Football, and uh, I'm going to end the show in a real shitty way. But, uh, yeah, uh, thanks, you guys, for listening, and uh, the Browns is the Browns. Mm-hmm.